The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday, a Picks Friday, and one of my favorite times of the week, Bri, a Winner's Friday. I want winners. I want people that want to win. I think the second part of that's really the key, right? I want people that want to win because people that want to win, A, want to get something cool from us, like a signed picture or a signed card or one of these amazing signed press passes that nobody else you know has or has ever seen, to be honest with you. And a YouTube, a cameo style shout out a video shout out just for subscribing to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You literally click the thumbs up. That's all you do. You click the thumbs up. And then if you make it, get to make a comment so I can see who it is that is, uh, is the new subscriber and is part of the, part of the fam, if you will, that's John Sisler. Cause by the way, those of you that want to win, you also want to help out me and Bri, which I appreciate. So congratulations to John Sisler. Let me know who you want the YouTube shout out for. Sponsor confirmation email winner, James Sari, C-E-R-R-I. James sent me a sponsor confirmation for Raycon, the earbuds I'm a huge fan of. If you're watching on YouTube, first of all, here is the Raycon earbuds. I'm showing them to you that I take with me. I'm in a hotel room in Ypsilanti, Michigan to do University of Buffalo versus Eastern Michigan college football tomorrow. I actually met up with a listener last night, Christopher Jackson, who's awesome. Love KJ and uh, love being able to have a beer and watch the first half with a listener like you guys. I'm a man of the people, right? And I'm also just wearing like a white undershirt right now because I'm about to work out right after I'm done recording the show but I didn't want to put on like my uh my workout shirt because it's like the same workout shirt I wore yesterday it's a long story I have undershirt and it's like one of those specialty workout shirts that dries anyway James Sari congratulations you get whatever you want card picture 
press pass, just email me, ross at rosstucker.com. Same with Kevin Lemos. Lemos? I'm not sure, Kevin. I am sure you graduated from University of Rhode Island in 2019, but I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name. But all you did was you liked one of our videos at Ross Tucker Pod on Instagram. It was that easy. It was that easy, Kevin. Now you're getting a shout out on the show. You're a winner. You get me to send something to you in the mail. It can be that easy. You can also get a shout out just for becoming a Tuckhead at patreon.com slash RT media. Like Paul Kostanzik. You get, by the way, access to all the even money bets. You get the, the grades, Sean Grady spreadsheet, which is invaluable. You see all my Friday picks. You see the power rankings, and you get the press box food grades. All of those you can read, you can look at, whatever. Congratulations, Paul, and congratulations to the Cleveland Browns. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Cleveland Browns, uh, 29-17 winners over the Steelers last night on Thursday Night Football. They're, they're just better. I mean, I, I don't know that there's any other way to describe it. Um, they played better. I, I would be very frustrated if I were a Steelers fan right now. Number one, the Steelers simply are not good enough offensively. You know, they're not terrible. They just – it's weird because you look at the stats and it's not like Trubisky's turning the ball over, but they just don't – convert enough third downs for the Steelers like 20 out of 32 for Jerbisky 207 yards it's not terrible but they don't run the ball well so then they're leaning on Trubisky because they don't run it that well because they have an, uh, a below average offensive line who by the way isn't playing terribly but they're still below average and they have an average running back I love Najee Harris's pass pro and flipping the linebacker over. That was amazing. I adore watching his stiff arm on the goal line. He is a physical, mean dude. Um, I, I love the way Najee Harris plays. Here's the thing. He's just not that explosive. Now, I thought he had a couple good runs last night, actually which says something that he still only averaged 3.7 yards to carry with a couple of pretty good runs where he made guys miss, found good holes. They just don't convert enough third downs on offense. It's it's that simple. And their defense didn't play well enough. Now, they only gave up 23 points. The last touchdown was a horrible beat for some people. But, um, you know, Amari Cooper had a big night. I think he might be the weirdest looking guy, the weirdest looking player in a new uniform this season. After so many years of Amari Cooper with like the Raiders and the Cowboys, to see him in a brown number two jersey, Browns uniform, is just kind of bizarre. It's just weird. It just doesn't look right. The Joko had had an awesome game. Um, for the Browns at tight end. They gave him a lot of money, and he kind of kind of made a lot of that money last night for them, especially in the first half. He was a, a dominant, dominant player. I don't really understand. I'd have to study it more. Why the Steelers don't get the ball to George Pickens more. 
he had not only the catch of the year so far, but what will highly likely be the catch of the year all season. It was very, very impressive. And actually, the Steelers were up 14-13 at halftime. My even money bet of the Steelers plus five and a half was looking pretty good. They had, you know, Trubisky was playing okay. He had a rushing touchdown after the Pickens' incredible catch. Najee Harris had a rushing touchdown. But the Steelers' defense was really disappointing. I mentioned Cooper and Njoku, the run defense, did not slow down the Browns' two-headed monster. Couldn't do it. They could not slow down, especially Chubb. I mean, Chubb is a special player. Very special. Hunt is a good running back, but Chubb's jump cuts, Chubb's power, Chubb's ability to maintain his balance after contact, to run through contract contact is really, really impressive. And honestly, Jacoby Brissett's pretty good. I think Jacoby Brissett has been three for three playing solid football for the Browns. They could easily be 3-0. They could have lost the Panthers game, so that you know those things probably even out. But he's played well. I mean, he's played better than Trubisky. He certainly played better than Trubisky. You know, last night the Steelers' offense just they just don't score enough points. Seventeen points in all these games, it seems like, is not enough. Mike Tomlin said he wasn't of the mindset last night to talk about a play caller change or a quarterback change. But I think he might change his mind after he actually watches the tape and thinks about where this team is because it just doesn't seem to make that much sense to keep going with Trubisky. Like, what are the odds that Trubisky starts to play well enough that the Steelers go to the playoffs? You know, it seems like, first of all, why not start to give Pickett some reps? But secondly, he might be better. He might be better right now to help the team right now. The final play, the Steelers tried to do the uh, Stanford band on the field type play, led to a Browns touchdown. I mentioned that was a bad beat for some folks. And then the Browns had a lot of injuries. That was the only really negative for the Browns. A lot of injuries last night. Anthony Walker, uh, Awusu Koromoa, JOK. So it'll be curious to see how all those injuries play out for the Browns. Thankfully, they have 10 days, but based on what Dr. Chow said and Sports Injury Central, I don't know that Anthony Walker is coming back anytime soon. What is coming back soon is a free Madden for those of you that follow at Ross Tucker Pod on Twitter. We're going to send out a DM soon that tells you exactly how to get a free Madden, how to try to get a free Madden at least. And remember, I already said it earlier, so many ways, so much great information and a great community. If you become a member of our private Slack channel at patreon.com slash RT media, best 10 bucks a month you'll ever spend to get all that information. People pay a lot of money for that information, especially the bets. And then also getting a chance to be a part of our, our awesome community. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. All right, let's start with the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. 
So what's interesting to me about this game is this is a game where it feels to me like it, it, the, the Saints could lose this game. The Panthers are kind of due for a win, and the Saints aren't good enough to just think, oh, they'll definitely beat the Panthers. Not at all. I'm going to go with the Saints, but I really do think this is a toss-up game. If Jameis Winston keeps playing like he did in that last game, then the Panthers absolutely win this game. But this is a this is a big swing game for both these teams. Big difference for the Saints and their playoff hopes if they're one and two versus two and one. And then for the Panthers, oh and three, the the hot seat for Matt Rule will start to become scalding. Ultimately, I'm going to take the Saints on the strength of their defense. I just don't picture Carolina scoring very many points. And uh, Christian McCaffrey showed up on the injury report with an ankle injury, which is something to monitor. He says he feels great, but whatever. I'll take the Saints. Man, low scoring, 20-17 to 17 Saints. Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. <clears throat> Bears have a real chance to get to two and one here. I mean, they really do. And the Texans have a good chance to get their first win. The Texans are not playing as well offensively as they need to and or sort of as I thought they might based on how they finished last year, based on what Greg Cosell has said about Davis Mills. You know, I'm not sure. I know he's a favorite of Greg's. It, no matter how much Greg likes him or not, they need to score more points. They need to produce more points. This this is another game that's a straight up low scoring toss up, straight up low scoring toss up. And um, you know what? I think the Texans break through. I think the Texans break through and get a win on the road. 17-14. I think the Texans get their first win and people in Chicago get big mad. 17-14 Texans, doggies. Ross's underdog of the week. Kansas City at Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, I can't predict the Colts to win this game. Now, this is the way the NFL works. I'm telling you right now. Colts will come out, play much better. Wouldn't be surprised if they win the game. Because that's just the way it is. Like they're not going to be, they're not going to be terrible again, like they were against the Jags, because that's just not the way the NFL goes. They're too good. It's a new plan. It's a new week. I think they're getting Pittman back. So I think that the Colts will be, but I'm not going to predict them to beat the Chiefs. I can't do that. Like I, I would not be shocked. And if I had bigger guts, I would take the Colts. But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win the game. Probably 24-20. I think it's a good game. I really do. I think the, the Colts play much better, start to feel a little bit better about themselves, but still don't get the win. 24-20 Chiefs. Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. Juicy game. One of the best games of the day. 
AFC East supremacy is on the line. I like the Bills, but boy, and I think I said this on the Even Money podcast, um, the betting one, I'm not sure. Kind of like the Dolphins getting the points. The Bills are pretty beat up. So I feel like we need clarity on a lot of these guys. We need clarity on where things stand with Micah Hyde, Dane Jackson. I mean, there's just a bunch of Jordan Phillips. There's a bunch of Bills at Oliver that are banged up that make a huge difference. They make a big difference. So we kind of got to know where those guys are at before we can make any type of final determination. But it's awfully hard to pick against the Bills right now. I mean, I've watched every snap of their first two games, and they're just really, really good. I think the Dolphins are good. I think it'll be a good game. I think they'll be up for it. And I think if the Bills, if these guys are all out in the secondary, then I think the Dolphins win the game. So this is a tough one to call. Based on the information I have right now, I'll go Bills. I'm going to say a higher scoring, entertaining game. I'm going to say 20, 31, 27 Bills. Detroit, Minnesota. Yeah, awesome game. Um, I, I don't really understand the line on this one. I think it's perhaps a reaction to, you know, what we've seen from some of these other games recently. But the Lions are big underdogs. I kind of like them to win the game. Now, I guess people think, oh, the, the Vikings will bounce back, you know, but it's a short week. I know the Lions are on the road. Maybe this is just one of those games where the Vikings come out and play really well, bounce back from Monday night, and the Lions don't after getting their first one of the season. But I don't know, man. I kind of like the Lions to win the game. I kind of think the Lions are good. So I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Lions with a huge upset, huge underdog. Let's go Detroit 27, Minnesota 24 doggies, big time doggies. Ross's underdog of the week. Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. Yeah, they are. I like the Ravens. I just think they're the better team. Obviously, they had that epic meltdown against the Dolphins. I don't expect that to happen again. I don't expect them to have guys running three, running free all through the secondary. And I don't really expect the Patriots to be able to take advantage of that, to be able to handle that. And I don't think – I'll be curious if they do a good job getting Lamar to play poorly because the Ravens have not run it well. So the Patriots are going to come out and have a plan for the Ravens' passing attack, I bet, which might be interesting. Still – Ravens 24, Patriots 20. Bengals at the New York Jets. Bengals. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. I mean, say it out loud, okay? 0-3 Bengals, 2-1 Jets. Just doesn't sound right. 
Does not sound right. That'd be huge for both teams. Kind of like what I said about Carolina and New Orleans. Huge. But I think this is when the Bengals start to turn it around, get their first win. I'm going to say the score will be 27-20. Bengals win by a touchdown. Next game, the Raiders at the Titans. I can only go Raiders here. The Titans are struggling. Boy, this is this is funny. Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator, and Vrabel was a teammate when I played in New England. Now they're both head coaches going against each other, both of whom desperate, desperate for a win. 0-3, you're in a bad, bad place in the NFL if you get to 0-3. I was 0-5 once and 0-4 once. But 0-3, you are in a bad place in the NFL. I think the Raiders are the better team. I, I think the Titans, they've got some injuries still in the secondary. They've just got some some real challenges, especially without A.J. Brown. I think Derek Carr and the Raiders get this one done. Still can't believe they melted down like that against the Cardinals. Although, give Kyler Murray a ton of credit. Raiders. Uh, lower scoring game. Raiders 20. Titans 17. Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders and Carson Wentz. Right. It's the Wentz Bowl. Um, I like the Eagles to win the game. I think it's an interesting game, though. I really do. Eagles getting a lot of praise. Eagles on the road on a short week. Washington coming off a loss. I'll be curious to see how well the Eagles' defense handles a pretty impressive, high-powered Washington offense. I mean, Wentz has had a few turnovers, but he's thrown seven touchdown passes, which is pretty impressive, tied for the lead in the NFL. So I think it's a little bit of a higher-scoring game that the Eagles pull out 27-24. And I got to tell you, Bri, you know what? I actually think I actually think the Bengals are the uh, my survivor pick. I was going to say Eagles, but I think there's a better chance that the Bengals win. So you can play it now, Bri, but it's for the Bengals, not the Eagles. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. All right, Jacksonville Jaguars at the L.A. Chargers. Which game are you doing, Bri? I'll be in Nashville for the Raiders, the Raiders, and the Titans. Got it. Yeah. They uh, they used to have the worst press box food in the league. They stepped up to be um, competent based on – now, I haven't been there in years. But in the early years when I was doing the games for Sports USA, Bri, it was terrible. I mean, it was by far – it was the worst in the league, I thought. It would be like – what was it like? fajitas that were like terrible at like 8 a.m. because it's central time zone it was not good it kind of reminded me speaking of the Raiders kind of reminded me of the Oakland Raiders press box yes yes and awful. you talk about a, a, a 180 degree turn yeah I think the Titans got the message I think enough of us you know put it out in the public that they corrected it a little bit 
Um, cause now they have some other options last time I was there. Um, but anyway, uh, it's Jags, been solid for the past few years. Yeah. It's solid, solid now, competent, solid Jags, um, chargers. I like the chargers. Obviously all eyes are sort of on, um, both quarterbacks. I'd say, you know, can Trevor Lawrence pick up where he left off last week and continue to build, upon his performance, like Greg Cosell mentioned. And then for um, the Chargers, just Herbert's health, Herbert's ribs. I'm going to take the Chargers at home. It's not like the Jags are going to bring a bunch of people there. I think the Chargers get the win at home. But I think it's a good game. I think it's a, I think it's a really good game. That's the thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't foresee a lot of blowouts this week. I'll take the Chargers 27-24, high-scoring, entertaining, fun game. The other L.A. team, the Rams, they are in the desert at the Cardinals. So, you know how, Brian, they try to have it so that the Giants and Jets never play at the same time for the New York market? You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't they do that for L.A.? I guess they can't. Uh, I guess they can't because the Rams are playing at the Cardinals. So, they can't do it if it's too... Uh, West Coast games. They had made a, a concerted effort to do that over the past few years where if the Rams were on the road, obviously one team's at home, the other one's on the road, uh, they would be on the East Coast. But uh, there was something, I think it was week one, that the Jets and Giants, I think, were still were playing at the same time. Um, and I may be wrong, but for some reason that's sticking in my mind. You might be right. right. I can't remember when the Giants-Titans game was. I think it was a late game, actually. I think you're wrong. But um, at any rate, I'll take the Rams. I know the Cardinals made a valiant comeback in that game, but I'm still not sure that the Cardinals are good. I think Kyler Murray just went off, and that's good for him, and they got the win. But the Cardinals still have some real challenges. Give me the Rams to get this win. I think they're the better team. 20 Eight twenty-seven, Rams. Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks. Battle of the birds. There's a lot of bird mascots. It's interesting, isn't it? Like why, why so many bird mascots? Eagles, Ravens, Falcons, Seahawks. There's not a lot of marine life. Why? Why are so many mascots? like birds in the air, but we don't see a whole lot of, like there's the dolphins. Why aren't there any sharks, killer whales? You got the San Jose sharks, the NHL. That's true. It's interesting though, that, that our, our default is to look to the air rather than the sea. What am I even talking about right now? Falcons. I like the Falcons to win the game. I don't think the Seahawks are that good. This is the way the NFL works. Falcons are kind of due for a win. They've been right there. They've been playing well. I like the way Arthur Smith has his team playing. Seahawks, not so much. I like the Falcons to get their first win of the season. Marcus Mariota on the road in Seattle. Lower scoring game. 23-20. Falcons and Doggies. Ross's Underdog of the Week. From the Battle of the Birds to the Battle of the Bay. How about that? Green Bay at Tampa Bay. 
I like that. I like that. What I think is interesting is the town in Wisconsin is called Green Bay. There is no Tampa Bay. Is there a Tampa Bay like body of water? Yeah, it's the it's the bay. It's the body of water. Correct. But why aren't they called Green Bay is the name of the town in Wisconsin. The name of the town, the city in, in Florida is Tampa. Correct. Why aren't they the Tampa Bucks? Why are they the Tampa Bay Bucks? I I have no idea. I'm going with the Bucks. You know, no Mike Evans hurts, but their defense has been really good. Brady will figure it out. I feel like the Bucks kind of have the Packers number, and the Bucks win the Battle of the Bay, twenty to seventeen. Low scoring game, which you would not expect with these two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Sunday night football, San Francisco at Denver. Really like the Niners here. They'll design a good plan for Jimmy G. The Broncos don't necessarily know what that is because they haven't really shown it the first couple weeks. Broncos are a mess. I mean, Sunday night football, they're going to have to talk about it a lot. Showcase game for Nathaniel Hackett. I'm, I'm like, nervous for him. I, I, like, feel bad for him. That's a bad sign. I'm nervous for an NFL head coach, and I feel bad for him. Give me the Niners on the road in a pretty good game. I just don't have that much faith in the Broncos' offense to score that many points. I'm going to say 24-17 Niners. They win by a full touchdown. All right, and finally, Monday Night Football, it's the Cowboys and the Giants. Ooh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a flip of the coin game for me. I have a tough time imagining the Giants three and zero. I guess that's what it comes down to. I think Micah Parsons shows out. Micah Parsons wrecks the game. Cooper Rush does enough. But Daniel Jones has a couple of turnovers. A Micah Parsons strip sack, a Trayvon Diggs interception, maybe a pick six. Cowboys 21, Giants 20. Doggies, not, not a big one, but doggies. Ross's underdog of the week. I just let the dogs out, Bri. I want to let the I think we're done here members of patreon.com slash RT Media out. The greatest hundred dollars a business could ever spend if they really knew the value that they're getting. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, and of course, the greatest gift you can ever give anyone. They will love it. Myfrontpagestory.com. Plenty of time for you to listen to the other shows, even money, fantasy feats. As I always say, even if you're not into fantasy football or you're not into betting, it's a really cool other way to listen, to, 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 to think about football and to listen to a football conversation. And it's cool because I get to have a back and forth with someone about it. Other than that, I got University of Buffalo at Eastern Michigan tomorrow at noon. I think I forgot to DVR it at home. That's annoying. Uh, I love if you guys, CBS Sports Network, take a picture of me on the TV, send it to me on social media. I love that. I'll retweet it right at 12 o'clock, right when I'm on. Other than that, we'll be back bright and early on Monday. I think we're done here. 
Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.